Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Fuse Ignites. I am your host, Anthony Sturpey, and today I am going to be talking to Anne-Marie Manganello, um, who is going to be able to tell you about a summer program that she runs. So I'm going to go ahead and get Anne-Marie on the phone. Hi, Anne-Marie. How are you? Hi there, Anthony. How are you? Great. Why don't you tell everybody um, who you are and wh- and what school you work at? So uh, my name is Emory Manganello, and I work at Trinity Elementary School, second grade teacher, and I and work in a uh, co-teach classroom. So how long have you worked at the New Rochelle Public Schools? For over 30 years. Wow. And um, so you say you teach in a co-teach model. So what does that mean for people who might not understand? Co-teach classroom is um, a classroom where I share the responsibilities with another teacher of of planning and instructing. We're paired together as part of an initiative to create a more inclusive classroom. So my counterpart, Judy Ramirez, is the special education teacher in the class, and I'm the general education teacher, and we've been together for many years. And what brought you to New Rochelle uh, Public Schools? I've lived in New Rochelle for a good part of my life, and I attended Iona College. I did my student teaching at Trinity, and it's been my home since then. Like I said, over 30 years. I walked in and never left. So for people who might be listening to this, who maybe they're thinking of applying for a job here, or maybe they're thinking of even moving to, to New Rochelle, why would you tell people to invest in New Rochelle and invest in our public schools? Well, I always say that Trinity is one of the best kept secrets in New Rochelle, and I'm sure that my colleagues believe the same about the buildings that they work in. But uh, New Rochelle is also a very diverse city. It has a lot to offer. It's a suburb of New York City. We have, um, we're bordered by Long Island Sound. We have great parks, Glen Island, uh, Hudson Park, Davenport. And my parents actually own a business here and have been living and working in New Rochelle for over 40 years. So we've experienced a lot of what the city has to offer. And I would encourage anyone to come to New Rochelle and get on board with our schools. It's so funny that as... Uh, as I explore New Rochelle, there are so many different areas of New Rochelle, and I'm always discovering something new. Like, there's so many streets that I stumble on where there's amazing architecture. You know, you have the suburbs, you have a city feel, you have so much that there's a really is a huge diversity in our community. And really, that, really great restaurants, too. A great restaurants. What, what business, is that what your parents own? Do they own a restaurant? No, um, they own a, uh, an ironworks company, A&T Ironworks in Nourishell on Cliff Street. And they've been operating there for, like I said, over 40 years. So now the reason we're talking today is because you run, uh, you ran a STEAM uh, camp this summer, correct? And I w- wanted to talk to you about that. W- what was it that you did um, with the kids of New Rochelle and, and what is a STEAM summer camp? Okay, so uh, let me start with the word STEAM. So STEAM stands for uh, science, technology, engineering, the arts, and math. We added the A, so some people refer to it as STEM. We refer to it as STEAM because Nourishell's really always believed in the arts, and they've always been preserved here. So we included that in our summer 
STEAM Academy. So a little bit about how the Academy came to life. My girlfriend, uh, Diane Delgado, and I completed a fellowship through Mercy College and with support from uh, Tierra Reyes Vegas and Title I funding, we were able to offer the academy for the past two summers. It's been at Trinity Elementary School, and the program has grown from two classes, Diane and I taught uh, two summers ago, to this past summer, eight classes. We wow. Were a- yeah, we were able to house and teach over 150 students, as well as having teachers on board from not only Trinity, but Columbus, Isaac, and Nourishell High School. So the goal of the program or the philosophy behind the program is that um, science doesn't need to take a backseat to state-mandated ELA and math, but could easily be integrated into our current literacy and math program. Through through the academy, the teachers and the students were able to be encouraged to become better problem solvers, more independent learners. The kids were really able to retain the content information through this integration of the subject areas. And it's also beneficial to the way that teachers plan, not only the way students learn, but the uh, parents got on board as well. What was the most exciting thing about it? Like what's what's something that happened at the academy this summer that you were especially excited about? Well, there were a lot of exciting things. And I think we got a lot of, there were a lot of uh, uh, pictures taken. We were on Facebook. We had um, bios come down. We had News, News 12 come down. I think Nourishell school system is really rich in diversity. And I think our academy encouraged all the students to excel and excel um, in the field of science. They also um, didn't meet with success every time they did something. And they learned that that's okay. It's okay to, to not get something the first time that you tried, but, you know, to, to continue to try until they meet their goal. Something that I've talked about with other people who have been on this podcast is that idea of failing forward, that we can't, uh, we, we have to teach kids that it's okay to take a risk and for that risk to sometimes work out, but also for it to not work out and then, and that there's lessons to be learned from there. And I think that sometimes, especially with the testing stuff, that can get lost. That's that idea of, it's, it's okay to fail and right. learn from that. Well, I think focus on effort. So focus on effort, not ability is, is sort of a little catchphrase with us too. So if the children focus on their efforts rather than their abilities, you can help like develop a growth mindset. So what I mean by that is they need to learn to understand that, that they have the ability to improve and master skills. So when they fail, they're more resilient knowing that their efforts can help them learn and grow from their setbacks. And that's, I mean, that's, that's science. That's, that's learning. I, I had seen some of the pictures on Facebook. Uh, oh, yeah. The, where, and the kids looked like they were having so much fun. And here they are basically at school during the summer, and <laughs> they looked like they were having the time of their life. I have to tell you, you know, we, we had um, rising first graders all the way up to rising fifth graders. The attendance was amazing. I mean, and it was summer. The kids were there every day. We were there Monday through Thursday. We had Fridays off. Every Thursday, the kids asked, why can't we be here on Friday? And the last day of camp was bittersweet, both for the kids, the parents, and the teachers. 
So overall, it was a, it was really a huge, huge success. And this is something that's going to continue. So you see this going forward into next year as well. Well, we would we would love for it to continue, and we would love for it to continue and grow. Add, add more more classes, more students. So assuming that it does run next year, how do parents even find out about this program? When they, when should they start investigating? At what point in the year? It's done through a lottery, and um, mailings go out through the schools. So okay. they would apply through through the lottery. All right. So. You have been at New Rochelle for quite some time, as have I. I've, I've, this is going to be my 16th year, hard to believe. Um, at, we've seen a lot of things change, and I think we're in a big time of change right now and growth. What would you love to see for our schools as we go through this period of change? What would you like to see happen for our schools and for our students? Well, I think... Um, change being a keyword, I think that change should be um, more embraced. And, and when I say that, I mean even with what we're doing with STEAM and with science and integrating it with literacy, I'm finding that the teachers that are hopping on board with that, the students and the parents, sort of have a, a new energy and are being revitalized and loving what they do, and the students are loving their learning. So for me, as far as change, I would love this team philosophy to be incorporated into um, all of the schools every day. I, I would too. I think it's it's very similar to what I've helped to create yeah. at the high school for the last five years. And that sort of project-based learning does give the kids a different type of ownership when it comes to their learning. And and it, it, it's... It, you know, I've said a million times and a million times, even as I've talked to people, it's changed my philosophy on teaching and education, watching kids go through that project based sort of system. And I and I agree. People have to be open to that sort of change. Um, that's yeah. great. I'm going to ask you the same question I ask everybody at the end. What is your three word hope for this school year? Just three words. Just three words. <laughs> okay. Um, everyone wants more. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope um, everyone in all aspects of their life have a successful year, a memorable year, and I would like to see it be more celebratory, so more inclusive. Um, celebrations that include other classes, um, other students coming into one another's rooms, colleagues sharing, uh, more more you know, parents being invited. We had a summer, uh, we had, not a summer, but we had a steam night and parents, you know, hopped on board with that, had a great time. They were in the school. They were, you know, hearing the buzzwords that their kids use every day. They were being part of their learning. So more of those kinds of celebrations that could also include um, the community. Like exactly what you're doing, Anthony, getting the word out there about what is happening in the schools and just making it more community-based, celebratory in every way.
it, it is so easy, I think, to talk about the negative stuff and it can be addictive. And that's why I was like, we have to stop now and really sort of share all of these amazing positive stories that are happening across our schools. Because like what you're, you did during the summer and I know what you'll do into this school year um, was amazing. And yeah, I agree. We have to celebrate more because it's better for the kids. Yeah. And I think um, this is a great way to do it. I, I appreciate you reaching out. Well, thank you for being a guest on our podcast, and especially one of the early victims of our podcast. And, you you know, I hope you have a great school year, and I want to thank everybody for listening to this episode. So thanks for listening, and we will see you next time on um, Fuse Ignites.